Hey everyone, thank you for joining us. We are back, Sarah, in the virtual studio with a new episode. In case you didn't know, you're listening to the Rival and Queen podcast, where we bring you new and exciting episodes, Sarah, every Thursday. Every Thursday. Thursday. Our favorite day of the week. Your last day as a 33-year-old ever in this lifetime. I know. Another COVID birthday. It's so crazy. I've got my theory. And the fact that you're, and I've shared this with you, but I'll share it with our listeners, the fact that you're having your second birthday in lockdown, which I'm not excited about. I wish it was free, but I do think it bodes well for my birthday. Cause I feel like you're having your second lockdown birthday. And my first birthday was not lockdown. So I'm feeling fingers crossed that the second one. Thanks Sarah. That, that really makes me feel good. No, I mean, we're <laughs> I wish your birthday wasn't. I actually don't really care. I mean, I wish I could go out and be around and see friends and family, of course, but that's just not the case right now. Dad, you're stuck with me. And it's funny. I wrote Jamie Lowe through Instagram the other day because he's adding a big, a friend of ours, JLo shout out a big extension off of his deck. And he said that I want to make more room because I want to have a bigger table. So when everything's kind of simmered down with COVID, I can have more people over and I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Hopefully soon, you know, in the next week, couple weeks or month. And he said, the goal is for all of us to go back tubing for Sarah's birthday. <laughs> that was his reply. So apparently that's like, I think well, I mean, want, it's like an annual thing now. Listen, that's we're outside. not here to talk about my birthday, but it's outside. And there's nothing I love more than doing a massive activity with like a bunch of people. So I'm glad that that is a community goal. However, we'll save that for July. Right now, I want to talk about you and your birthday. As a Gemini baby, you're bringing all the Gemini vibes to us, Ash. Tell me, are there any vibes you want to take into this year? What's the like energy you're bringing forward for 34? Oh my gosh. You always come with the tough questions. Well, I really (laughs) want to go back and reread my reading with Sacred Starlight with Rebecca, who we had on the astrologist, just because I do remember her. I mean, it was a lot of information. I kind of want to go back and take my time and, and go through it. But I do remember her saying around this birthday and from here on in that there was going to be a big shift. So I'm here for that. I'm hoping that's a good shift or it was a good shift. I mean, but I'm hoping that feels good and I can feel that kind of as it happens. And I feel like some things have already like occurred that she has talked to you about, which is kind of crazy. So I'm excited for you to spend that time to go back and review and then like a sacred little bubble. Mm -hmm. And I'm really enjoying life. I just wish COVID could kind of chill out. I'm dying to go on a trip. Like that's all I wish. I said to Jeff, all I want for my birthday is to go to California because I was there a few years ago and I just want to go and it would feel so luxurious right now to go anywhere, but California would be my number uno. Would it really? I was just going to ask you what your birthday wishes, but I guess that's it then. Yeah. I just think that time I didn't appreciate it as much when I was there, we were there for mm-hmm. just over three weeks. And you know, we had a couple of days where we had like birthday time, let's say for, but we were there for work primarily. Yeah. So I just want to go back and actually like just absorb it and soak it all up. And I don't know. Be on vacation. I just want to recreate that. It was so nice. I know you love the States. Like you're very drawn there. I'm not, I love New York and I love California. That's it. <laughs> I feel like Okay. That's good. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just feel like when when I think of vacations, I'm not thinking of anywhere in the States. No, that's fine. 
but I, but I know that you like, I think you enjoy it, which is beautiful. It's easy. And I find that those two places, especially it's like, I can go there and I can do my, I can do work and I can vacation. Like there's like a bit of both, you know? Yeah. But you like Florida too. And you like going to Pittsburgh. I I think you like going well. Okay. I like Florida because I like the heat and I do like a beach and it's convenient, but it's not like, you know, I, I think it's more about the convenience. It's not your dream spot. No, I'd rather be on like a more deserted island, but Ooh. next Okay, year. but your birthday wish is California. And I think that because you're having two birthdays in lockdown, surely there will not be a third. So we can plan like a big extravaganza for your the, 35th birthday. Or the three, five. Okay, we'll go somewhere crazy. That's what I've already been thinking is like Australia. the Ashley extravaganza. <laughs> All right. Hawaii. How about Hawaii? There we go. That sounds fun. I don't know. Anywhere. I need to go to Australia at some point. I promise Amy Doherty. We go to Hawaii and then I can go on to Australia. I know Kara, shout out, because she's definitely, definitely listening. But she, because her husband and my business partner is from Australia. So she's always like, you need to go. Like I could never go without the Kims or I'd be like shot. So maybe we'll all get to go and you can come down and visit from wherever you're bopping to. Well, no, if I'm going for going to Australia, that's where I'm going. That sounds great. All right. We could go to California and okay. then we'll go to Australia on the way. How about? Sounds like a great 35th birthday. All right. One year. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can go tubing in Australia shortly. No, no, I'm excited. I'll get to see you tomorrow. So that would be fun. Hopefully I have something planned. Hopefully you have some tricks up your sleeves. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping you have the most beautiful birthday ever. And we'll find out tomorrow. We'll be documenting every moment on Instagram just to make you feel so special. We love birthdays here. And I don't think we've talked about it too much on here, Sarah, but we actually do waking up with rival and queen on Instagram live every Friday. I mean, maybe there's a Friday we won't do it, but as much as we want to, we're doing it every Friday at 9am with a special guest. Yeah. So every Friday morning, Ash and I have coffee together. And yeah, like she said, we bring in a special, but the special guest is funnier because one of us picks it and doesn't tell the other. So it's always a surprise for one of us. I've got my next two lined up. Just be prepared. I don't, I have my one for this week lined up, but then I have, I can't wait to see. I don't know who. But it is really fun. If you guys want to watch us, if you're on Instagram, check out 9 a.m. Atlantic time, Friday mornings, waking up with Rob and Queen. It's fun and chatty. And also the funnest part about it, I think, is we actually get to talk to our listeners like in Mm -hmm. the moment through the comments and stuff. And that makes it like more fun. And it's fun on a Friday morning. Everyone's in a good mood. Summer's coming. Come chat with us. Some Baileys into the old coffee, you know, whiskey. (laughs) I've literally never done that, but maybe I've never. Your birthday. (laughs) I think. I think coffee and Bailey's is a good JD shore. Some JD shore. We love actually uh, JD shore is way better than Bailey's. Totally. I've got a bottle here. So if you haven't tried it, pick it up. Ashley, the other thing I just want to talk about, we, t- we talked about Luvo this week because they're the sponsor of this episode and we love Luvo, but I've been really loving them even more. This isn't even the ad for them just because this weekend we went this past week and we went to the park and just sat in the sun and you know, I feel like we're in canned wine season and I'm totally. feeling it. And there's nothing better or more convenient than bringing a Luvo with you wherever you go. I know. 
Anyways, I'm just enjoying, I feel like we've crossed the threshold into the summer vibes. You know, I'm going for walks at night, just like soaking up the night, sitting in the sun all day long. I'm into it. I know. I love it. Ash, this week, we've got a fabulous guest. We've got Jasmine Parent on, another Valley girl, much like yourself. That's right. That's why she's so sweet. Oh, we love meeting her (laughs) and chatting with her. It was so cool to get to know her and her weight loss journey. Her and her husband combined lost over 200 pounds, which is so cool. It's just kind of put like, they became like Instagram influencers kind of serendipitously. I know it's so crazy when we heard her story, Sarah, how it really just happened completely organically. She put herself out there to share a part of her weight loss journey. And people were so interested in her um, that she's built an entire career out of losing weight. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about talking to Jasmine. Like her, her weight loss story is so cool, but truly what I love is just like, she started to focus on herself and take care of herself. And through that, like those steps and those actions, her entire life changed, which is crazy. Like she changed careers. She changed, you know, like she talks about in the episode, her and her husband just bought their second home together. And it just kind of expanding what they believe is even possible for them. And kind of the opportunities that showed up in her life were so, it's so nice to hear that story. Yeah. And it sounds like she just enjoys it so much. And she's such a great, she's got such a great vibe and positive. And really, I think for our listeners, it will help them kind of like understand that shift that happens around, you know, wanting to feel better or losing weight, whatever it is, is it's, you kind of just have to change your mindset and then everything else starts to fall into place. And have that self-compassion for yourself and take care of yourself. Like that's, it's, it's a really nice conversation. Number one. That is number Uh, one. Yeah. And so Jasmine is a certified fitness coach and nutrition coach and the owner of I am worthy wellness. She's lovely. You can follow her on Instagram at Jasmine losing it on facebook.com slash Jasmine losing it. And you can work out with her on free play, the free which we're going to do, which we are going to do. There's nothing Ash and I love more than working out together. We're going to do it with Jasmine. We can't wait. I know. And she's so fit Sarah. So she's probably going to kick her butts, but I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm not ready, but I'm, I'm here for it. We can do it. <laughs> I love this. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It is so feel good. And she's just such a beautiful, beautiful energy. We just, I love talking to her so much. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy. We are so amped to have Jasmine here in another episode, Sarah, in the virtual rival and queen studio, but welcome <laughs> Jasmine. Hi. We're so happy to have you. So excited to be here. Finally. (laughs) We're so excited to learn about you and your journey, but right off the get-go, I want to know you jumped on, you've got three kids. How are you managing kids at home in this (laughs) lockdown right now? It's been okay. I mean, we're pretty, my partner and I, we are very much homebodies. We both work from home. So that is a huge benefit to have him here as well. If it was just me by myself, I probably I wouldn't be here on this podcast I don't think um so he is a huge huge partnership it's such a partnership we have together so that makes it a lot more manageable and we just make it work we're very upbeat positive people and we just try to go with it best we can and make the best of the days so that's awesome and what about working working out because gyms are closed are you guys usually at the gym or do you do home workouts anywhere 
So yeah, we used to always work out from home. When we first started our journey, all of my workouts were at home. I was on maternity leave. I had two under two. So I was really used to being working or to being at home. And Jeremy would do a little bit of both. And then we were back at the gym finally when things kind of felt a little bit more normal-ish. And then now obviously we're back on lockdown. So we just kind of transitioned back into our at-home workout. So we had that routine anyway. So we just kind of had to make a quick switch and we're back into that routine now. It was pretty seamless getting back into it. And the kids nap, they have iPad time, screen time when we have our workout time. So we make it work. I feel like that's a good compromise. Yeah, it is. Yeah. This is your screen time and this is our kind of self-care. This is what we do together. It's like our hour a day together and they're happy to be on their screen. So it's a win-win for everybody. Definitely. Yeah. It's so nice that you guys do this together. And obviously Mm. that's been such a big part of your journey because what has it been collectively between you and your partner, you've lost 250 pounds um is that right yeah well, yes <laughs> close to that yeah at this point I mean we've gone obviously I was pregnant and then gained a little I think total so mine was 120 and then his was 95 so whatever that math is that's great yeah over yeah. 200 yeah there. That. that's incredible yeah thank you and, and that's so nice that you guys get that you guys did that together like and that you still work out together Yeah. It's, we say all the time, it's like, it's kind of, I mean, maybe it sounds a little sad to other people, but right now at this point in our lives, you know, this stage in our lives with our kids and, you know, five, five, three and eight months, it's a, and on lockdown, it's like our date time. It's our hour a day that it's just us. We're together. We're having fun doing something that we both really enjoy and we encourage each other and motivate each other. And I know it might not be everyone's kind of version of a date or that, but it works for us. And it's, you know, it's probably my most favorite hour of the day, to be honest. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, such a, it's such a nice time. Yeah. That you're giving to yourself, but you're, you right. and your partner kind of, you feel good after I'm sure having yeah, that always. experience with each other. Yeah, exactly. So can you kind of tell us how your weight loss journey started? Like Sarah just said, you guys lost over 200 pounds together. Like, was mm-hmm. there a moment when you just felt, I don't feel like myself and I need to get back to where I was or what, what, what kind of like started this journey for you both? Yeah. So there definitely was a moment and, you know, obviously people ask me that question quite a bit. And I'd like to say that, yes, there was a moment. There was a picture that I saw that made me feel that I don't recognize that person, but there were so many other little moments leading up to it. You know, me not feeling like myself, me feeling physically sore, me feeling, you know, uncomfortable in dressing rooms, feeling frustrated, not being able to fit into certain clothing, all these little things kind of built up to that moment. Right. And I like to say that because sometimes people say, Oh, you know, I'm just waiting for that aha moment. And I'm like, there's lots of moments. Right. And if you, it doesn't matter what the changes you want to make in your life, if you're feeling kind of uncomfortable, or that almost those little red flags in the back of your mind, something telling you this doesn't feel right, whether it's weight, whether it's job, education, you know, whatever it is, if there's something, you know, I always have to listen to your gut. And so that moment was, I guess, the tipping point, right? Like that final straw for me. And it was a picture of myself at Christmas time in 2017, standing with all of my friends that I've been best friends with since junior high. And I saw them and they looked the same to me. 
right? You know, from our high school days, early university, they looked the same. And I, to me, in that picture was unrecognizable. So seeing myself in comparison to them and just us together and knowing I've seen so many photos of us together in the past, it just really hit me. And I thought, I don't even know who that person is. And had a conversation with Jeremy and he had kind of been feeling the same way in terms of his weight. He had gotten to the highest weight he'd ever been. And we said, you know, let's do this, but do it for real this time. Cause we had tried numerous times before and just really ridiculous things that nobody should ever do. Not sustainable, you know, quick fixes. And he was on board and that was all the encouragement I needed that he was going to be with me. And we just kind of went for it. So what makes it sustainable, I guess, now versus when you guys tried in the past? The difference this time, and I always, always tell people that, you know, it's not so much about what we ate, not so much about, you know, how the process, it was more about, not the food, not the exercise, because that stuff, you know, can change. Different people can do different things and ha- or different people can do the same thing and have different results, right? It was... Yeah. about our mindset and the way that we approached it this time around. Previous times, myself and us, but myself, when I tried to lose weight, I was all about how can I lose, you know, X number of pounds in this amount of time? How fast Mm. can I do it? What is the quickest and easiest way to get it off? And, you know, sometimes you'll be successful in that, but that's not sustainable, right? Usually the methods, if it's, you know, don't eat enough or just eat smoothies or run, do cardio for hours and hours a day, right? All the, you know, these things that we think a lot of people think are the way to do it, right? To get weight to come off, but then you get the weight off and then what? Can you continue to do that every single day for the rest of your life? Definitely not. And if you did, you would be quite miserable. So that was the way that I approached it. I sat down with myself and I'm a big journaler. I like to write to myself. I do a lot of critical thinking. And I sat down and I said, why didn't it work before? And how can I do it differently? Right. Because it's like that, you know, whatever they say about the definition of insanity, like you just keep doing the same thing the same way, like over Over and and over over. again. Right. I'm like, why do I keep doing this? That's that hasn't worked. Why would it work this time? So that was the process that I kind of got to that that thought process and saying, how can I do this differently? And it was about the approach. Take your time. Make sure whatever you're doing is sustainable and you can see yourself doing it forever. Don't try to hit a certain number by a certain date. Just kind of roll with it and take care of yourself when you're doing it. You can't talk down to yourself. You can't look in the mirror every day and say how much you hate yourself and can't wait to change. It was all about you are beautiful now, but you just want to make some changes, right? You want to feel better. So the goals were more focused on how I felt and not so much about what that number on the scale said or how many pounds I had lost thus far. It was more about let's get you back to a place where you're feeling good. Your mental health is good. You feel physically fit instead of being sore all the time. Your anxiety isn't spiking every time you have to leave the house. All of those different things instead of just how can I get to this many pounds down in three months? Yeah. Which which so many people do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've all probably done it, but I think, yeah, it's so, it's so different. It's nice to hear you talk about the mindset and just how you started to dig into it and actually started from the framework of how Mm. do I take care of myself and how do I just feel better um, about myself? Cause I think that's like, I know even in my own 
journey of like loving my body. And I'm not mm-hmm. by any means at the smallest I've ever been. It's so funny. I look back to photos. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this on episodes in the past where I hated my body. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I'm so tiny there. Right. Like, yeah. What was that? And then now I'm just at a point where it's more about just eating and taking care mm-hmm. of myself. So I feel good. And part of that is like, I love to work out Yeah. because I feel better. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I like to eat well because I feel physically better rather than Mm -hmm. being about like numbers. Yeah. And that's what I ask, you know, all of my clients, I say, you know, who are obsessing over the scale, I say, you know, if you're, let's say your goal weight is 150, if you woke up tomorrow and magically you were the look that you wanted to achieve, right? Whatever that goal body is that you have in your mind. If you woke up tomorrow and had that magically, but the scale said 190, would you be mad? And they all say, no, 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 no. So I say, so is it even about the number? And they're like, guess not, right? Like it's that, right? So it's about, you want to look a certain way. You want to be in a certain size. You want to feel comfortable and you want to have this certain look, blah, blah, blah. But people just get so hung up on the scale. They'll say, well, I'm feeling better. My clothes fit better. I'm sleeping better. My skin is more clear, but the scale hasn't changed. Right. I'm like, okay. Right. And right. Like, and, but so we get so hung up on that. And I just didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that again and cause myself all this stress and anxiety. And I had two daughters now. And all I could think of was, I don't ever want them to feel this way. I don't ever want them to look in the mirror and say, I hate my body. And I don't ever want them to look in the mirror and say, I have to get to 150 pounds. Right. And that was like, no, we're not doing that. I'm not doing that anymore. I have to be the example for them and for myself, right? If I'm going to, I need to take care of myself so I can show them what that means to really take care of yourself and love your body, regardless of what the scale says. It has to be about how you feel. Mm. Well, it is so true what Sarah even highlighted there about mindset, because the more, and you said it too, like talking to yourself, giving Mm. yourself those positive affirmations, like it obviously works. It worked for you. And yeah. I think that's something people do really, really stress and focus on is like, I'm not losing weight or this isn't working and you're causing more stress and you probably just mm. give, up, give up because you're yeah. not seeing results, but it really feels like you kind of made the commitment to yourself and was just yeah. like focused on, you know, being true to what you wanted. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that's the biggest difference was that self-love piece. And, mm-hmm. you know, instead of, of saying, I hate myself, I need to change. It was, I really actually love myself and want to feel better, right? I always tell people, reframe the way that you're approaching this. You are doing something, you you know, you have embarked on a wellness journey, a fitness journey, a self-love journey, whatever it is, and you're struggling and that's okay because it's new and it's hard to unlearn old habits. But think of it in the sense of you are doing this for you. You clearly have some form of self-love down there, or you wouldn't be doing this. Mm -hmm. You want to feel better. You want to be more comfortable. You feel like you deserve this, this in your life somewhere down there. You do. That's a form of self-love right there, right? Trying again and continuing to try again. So how do we approach this from a place of all of all about self-love instead of self-hatred? Right. And I always tell people self-love doesn't mean you have to love every single thing about you right now as it is. Not at all, because even you're, we won't get to that point, right? (laughs) Every human is going to, at some point in their lives, even if you really love everything about yourself right now, you're going to look in the mirror at some point and be like, oh, you know, what is that? Or I hate that. Or, but I always tell people just quickly combat that, check yourself. Don't fall into that negative trap and say, but 
I really like this about myself. This, you know, this might look this way, but I'm really strong. You know, whatever it is, combat it with something positive and don't fall into that trap of negativity because negativity is everywhere. We don't need to be reminding ourselves of it. You're not going to forget the negative things. We have to highlight the positive continue to remind ourselves of those things because those are the things that we forget. We never forget bad. I always tell people, it's like, you know, if you think back about memories you have or something that happened to you, we always remember, you know, the time we embarrassed ourselves or the time we failed at something or something that went wrong, something we think is a negative thing that happened. We don't forget those things easily. It's the positive that we need to be constantly reminding ourselves of. Absolutely. And really, what's the alternative for you if you kind of gave up? It's like, oh, do I want to go back to where I was in this miserable Mm -hmm. place? Or do I want to stay focused on what is going to make me happy? Yeah, exactly. One of the things I love so much about your journey and why we wanted to have you on Jasmine is because like when you made this decision to just start caring for yourself and start loving yourself and looking at how you could do this differently, your whole life kind of changed. It wasn't just your like physique, Mm -hmm. like everything inside and outside changed. Yeah. Literally everything was, yeah, completely. I was thinking that today as I was sitting out doing work on my deck in my bathing suit in the sun while my kids played in the pool. And I thought, you know, I did a story and I said, you know, so grateful. I can't believe that this is my life. Right. You know, cause I, Five, a few years ago, I was in my career that I went to university for to become a social worker. I was working for the health authority, which is, you know, every most social workers, you know, that's a gig that you want to keep and that you get, right? I was in my career. I was in a role that I thought I would be in till I retired, right? Yeah. You know, nine to five, sitting in an office, meeting with clients at a desk, right? All the, yeah, I, totally. That's what, that's what I thought. That was my life. And that is not my life. And where I am now is completely, you know, never would have even envisioned it for myself, but it makes so much sense. Every day I feel more and more like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be, which is why I always tell people wherever you are right now. And if you're not thrilled about it, if you're not feeling, you know, amazing with your situation in right now in life, if it's physical or something else, that's okay. Because this isn't it. There's more. There's more for you. There's always more. If you want more, there's more. And I love that so much because it's just such to me, like, as you're talking, it's such an example of choosing yourself and Mm. then things that you can't even see will start to come together for you. Like, cause you started, like you said, you chose to take care of yourself and take care of Mm. your body. And then like, tell us how it kind of happened from you being a social worker full-time to now you're, you know, very popular on Instagram. You have such a huge following. You train Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like you're coaching people to take care of themselves and have the same journey. What happened? Tell us the tale. Yeah. I mean, long and short of it is I had a picture that I had shared on Facebook, then it was shared on Instagram and it just went like a little bit viral, nothing crazy, but it went a little bit viral. And I had people trying to follow me on my personal Instagram account, which was private. And, you know, I had like 900 followers or something, my friends and family, and I didn't want to accept strangers, which is ironic now that I think about, I said to Jeremy, I said, I don't want people that I don't know seeing my life. right? And 
he said, well, just create one of those accounts. I said, one of what accounts? He said, just like <laughs> fitness, you know, people share what they're doing. And I said, do people do that? I had, I literally had no idea. I wasn't a big Instagrammer. I was like a Snapchat story person. I wasn't on Instagram that often. And I had a Blackberry like up until a year before. So we couldn't even get Instagram <laughs> on it. And he was like, yeah, just do that. If you don't want people following you. Cause I felt bad ignoring everybody. So yeah, I didn't even know. So I just made, and we sat there and laughed and I was like, Jasmine gets fit. He's like, yeah, I'm sure. And I was like, Jasmine losing it. He's like, yeah, okay. Like it just was this ridiculous, like just made it on a whim thing and told people, you know, follow me here. I'm going to document my journey, I guess. And then I just decided to just do it. And my goal was just to create it as a diary. Mm -hmm. So I could just kind of have like a blog of it, my own personal blog to share my story. I never really thought that many people would be inspired by it or find motivation from it. I really went into it very naive and blind that, you know, there it would ever even be a big following. And it really blew up. Like it really blew up. And I continued regardless, you know, got as many followers as I did. And I just continued to treat it as my own blog. Same thing, sharing my life, sharing my story, being myself. And I decided I went back to work after my daughter turned one. And I went back to work for two weeks. And I was sitting in my office and from affiliations that I'd had, that I'd partnerships that I'd grown over my, the course of having my account and, you know, different affiliate, like being an affiliate, things like that. I was actually making more money in a couple of days than I was for my full two week pay. And mm-hmm. I was just sitting in my office. And I, I remember I texted Jeremy and I said, hey, what are you guys doing? Because he didn't go back to work because we had figured, you know, I'm going to go back to work. Let's just see where we're at because we knew there was money coming in and we didn't want, we would just be paying, he would go to work to be paying for childcare. So I said, you know, what are you guys doing? And he would like take pictures of the girls and him at home. And I was just sitting there like in an office. For, and I just said, why am I here? You know, what am I, why am I here? What's the purpose of this? And that night I went home and I said, I think I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> and he was mm-hmm. like, we can afford it. Yeah. And I said, yeah. And we just kind of said, worst case scenario, you know, my education doesn't go anywhere. My experience doesn't go anywhere. You know, we've got a safety net if we needed to, if I had to go back to work, that we both could do that. And I just put in my two weeks that following day. And I've never looked back. And since then, like I said, we had a little bit of a financial safety net. So I just continued to kind of stack my certifications, my own education. I became certified as a nutrition coach, certified as a boot camp and hit instructor, certified as a personal trainer, certified as a behavioral change specialist, just as many certifications and growth and education that I could obtain so that I could help support others and my family as well. Wow. That's so incredible. It's crazy that that just happened in such a short amount of time that people were just like finding you and enjoying your content. So that must've been shocking to get, because I'm sure people are messaging you directly to like ask for advice or Mm -hmm. ask you questions. Was that kind of like, you know, something you felt very strange about at first? It was definitely, I didn't feel strange. I've always been like the helper, right? Like that. I want to help people. I want to give advice. I want to support people, which early on was a detriment to my own. Yeah. The social Social worker. worker, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I say that now that I still do. I have, I still feel like a social worker most of the time. It's just 
from a different lens, right? Supporting people, encouraging them to be empowered themselves, encouraging them to work from a strength-based perspective and, you know, all these different tools and things like help people work on are things that I would do in a social work environment just as like, you know, a different context, but similar tools. And so at first that was a detriment to me and my mental health because I didn't really know how to say no and didn't know kind of how to go about limiting myself and putting up boundaries and, you know, not responding to DMs all the time, not being on my phone for 15, 16 hours a day, right? It was a learning curve for sure, because it it was new. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, how many years am I in now? I mean, 2018, late 2018, but you know, the account grew to a hundred thousand plus around end of 2018, around 2019. So about two years now. And I think I finally found that balance of, you know, I'm going to put my phone down by this time in the evening. I might look at my message requests once a week, five times a week, maybe not for a month, you know, whenever I have time for my own mental health, because sometimes they're not always nice. You know, there's people on the internet who think they can say whatever they want to people if they have a certain amount of followers. So yeah. So, I mean, I think I've really found a good balance with it now, but it took some time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Kayla short. It's always something we, we think about because any of our friends who have such big followings, like Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of Sierra too, Ash, like it, Mm -hmm. we kind of don't realize that it is like crazy once you start becoming so available to so many people. Mm, like it's yeah. not always it, it requires balance. You have to protect your energy too. And mm-hmm. like for sure. Because it becomes yeah. a business, right? Yeah. There's so yep. many opportunities, but then you have to kind of probably weed through what what's your you want to put your energy and time into versus right. what's what's taking that away. Yeah, exactly. But, it sounds so much like this is your path and everything's really lined up for you. It was so serendipitous. Yeah. It, and you didn't crazy. even try. Like, I'm not saying you yeah. didn't try, but you didn't sought that out. Like you didn't right. say, I'm going to make this Instagram account and get all the hashtags and try and get all the right. followers and, yeah. you know, try and be this, this kind of weight loss fitness icon. It seems like mm. people just really drew to you organically, which is so cool. Yeah it was so cool. And I, you know, I, when I look at what I'm doing now, so I'm a fitness instructor, I teach live classes virtually. I I coach people one-on-one support them that way. When I look at what I'm doing now, it makes so much sense to me, but like Sarah said, I couldn't see that. I had no idea. I couldn't even fathom it. You know, like Mm -hmm. me at 300 pounds wasn't like, I'm going to be a fitness instructor and a nutrition coach. And, you know, while, while I'm sitting down, you know, emotionally eating and feeling like crap about myself and all these things, I could never have seen that. Right. It wasn't even on my radar, Mm -hmm. but I made changes. Right. So I just decided to make some changes so that I would feel better. Right. You know, people, a lot of people say all the time, just become the best version of yourself, whatever that is, what physical fitness, weight loss aside, anything, you know, whatever the best version of you is, when you do that, things start to align, right? You become a different person, right? And sometimes some people don't like that in the weight loss world, you know, they'll say, you know, I'm the same person just lost weight. I am not the same person. I am not at all. Right. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's similar things about me, but I am truly not the same person. I am more confident. I am happier. Mm -hmm. I have a whole different life, right. A whole different life and opportunities that I don't even know about yet still. And I'm open to receiving those now because I know that they're possible versus, you know, four or five years ago, 
I probably wouldn't even have been open to them because it just wasn't my outlook at the time. So I just feel like my whole path went from like, I was just on the straight and narrow and then like someone just switched the track. I switched the track, right? Like I just decided and it just went off on a completely different route. And I'm so glad it did because I can't even imagine sitting in an office now. I would, I couldn't imagine. (laughs) I love that so much. It is. And it's so nice what you said too. It's like, we can't see it's sometimes when we're sitting in the place that we are, it's hard to see what's possible for us. But once you start taking a step forward or making any kind of change, everything Mm -hmm. changes, right? Like what you believe in can be Mm -hmm. totally different. Yeah. And you could have stayed with your job just because you went to university for it. You had a good job and you could have been right. you know, scared to, to take yeah. that risk, but, but you did look yeah. at you now. Yeah. <laughs> and I think about like friendships and relationships. I have some of my best friends ever people that in my brain, you know, I don't know that I believe in that too much, but in my brain that I'm like, I was meant to be friends with this person. Like, you know, one, one main relationship who is someone who is my very best friend on Instagram and we've met in person and we've been together in Florida. I've flown to Texas to surprise her on her birthday. She Ah. flew to Nova Scotia and stayed with us for a week. Our family stayed together when we were in Florida. She has kids, like our kids are similar age, like just all of this. And we all get along so well. I'm like, we were meant to be friends and this is meant to be and it and similar story she lost a similar 120 plus pounds as well and very similar stories and she yeah we say it all the time if we hadn't have decided to do this if I hadn't decided she hadn't decided we never would have met we never because we met on Instagram because she had a weight loss account and so did I and it's meant to be Sarah Sarah, that's how I feel about how we met I know (laughs) we have a meant to be friend well we always tell people where we have our friendship stars aligned the stars aligned to bring us together well no and we've been told this we've had astrology readings and human design (laughs) readings by chance we didn't seek them out but the same people have done them and they're like you guys are like real life I love that But it is nice when you find those people, especially at, you know, in our thirties, it just feels yeah. so, right. so good. Yeah. You feel like by 30, you're like, I'm not going to make new friends. How do I make new friends in my thirties? And online for me, it's like, it's crazy. The amount of new friends I have and then I zoom with and talk to, and it's amazing. It's just such a nice supportive community. That's awesome. I also I love that. how you share Jasmine, so many open photos of your body and kind of your stretch marks, everything about your body. You just like put it out there and you really yeah. want people to accept and love their own, their own bodies. And I think that's yeah. such an important message. We're scrolling through Instagram, seeing the filter, seeing you mm. know, the edited photos. And it's just so nice for people to be real. And I think that's probably why people really look to you and admire. Um, cause we all have, I have stretch marks. Everyone has imperfections and scars yeah. and marks, but you know, I'm, I'm not going to put it out there maybe because I'm right. scared of judgment, but thank <laughs> you for being so honest with your followers and with your body. And yeah, that. I think it's so important. And I think it has to come from people who, I mean, doesn't have to, but it's, 
when it comes from people who others, you know, people are inspired by me, they're looking up to me and saying, you know, I wish I could do that. Or I wish I could look like that. Or, you know, people say these things. I'm like, first of all, you can, you can do whatever you want with your body. That's the cool thing about fit, fitness right. is that, yeah, fitness is awesome. Like fitness, if take out weight loss, right. And it's not, you know, obviously my account has some focus on weight loss because I lost weight, but fitness is what's fun, right. You can like more your whole body however you want to right it's it's actually quite cool and you know I tell people it's that so people are looking to me and saying I wish I and like you know what I also have stretch marks I also have rolls when I sit down I have blemishes I have dimples in my butt I have you know it's like all these things that this is normal and we don't see enough of that on social media a lot of people don't, but you can, if you create your feed to be, you know, different influencers and different content creators who are focusing on that stuff. And that's what I tell people, fill your feed with people who make you feel good, not people that you're scrolling through and you're like, oh, I wish I could look like that. Or, oh, I, you know, I'm jealous or that constant envy, right? Why are we, it's just like torture scrolling through, put people who make you feel good, people whose content makes you happy. It makes you feel normal. Because so many women yeah. are like, oh, I didn't know that was normal. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. I'm like, this is everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would think it was abnormal not for this not to happen. Right. So, you know, That's I'm great just so grateful. Yeah. I'm just so grateful for all of the other content creators and influencers that are doing that on a regular basis, who it's like self-love, body positivity. It's it's a nice movement. It makes me feel inspired and hopeful for my own daughters once they're Mm. on social media because it's it's a scary world for sure well and it's so interesting too because I think of the bird's papaya is that how you say it yes yeah Sarah. I think of her and you see her put her body out there and she's gorgeous but I never think of her as any less beautiful because she has rolls or stretch marks it's such like a weird thing but we put so much pressure on ourselves to not for sure put ourselves out there like that I don't know it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy. Also your body changes over time, which is crazy. And I'll tell you this right now, I've lost weight, you know, without doing anything, just my body's like balancing itself out from last yeah. year, but my boobs have gotten smaller. And I only know this because there's like room in my bra. In your bra. Yeah. I'm like, That's what the what first place on? that goes. And yeah. it's also the first place I gain weight too, but it's like, <laughs> but then I'm like, they like look different now. And right. I'm like, it's, it's such an interesting thing. And it's like, okay to be, to let your body change and get comfortable yeah. with it. But it's also hilarious too. I mean, like I'm real happy. <laughs> I've like naturally lost weight. I think that's great. All right. I'm yeah. A little looser. <laughs> yeah. I like More that. One side effect is I was like, my boobs are good. Where do they go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, so Sarah, you said earlier about how, you know, you look back on pictures of, you know, seeing yourself and you remember thinking that you were fat then, right? People will say, and so many people say, and I talk to my clients about this a lot. And I, you know, I was listening to uh, an interview of somebody online, someone who I follow who inspires me. And he was talking about every, he said, everybody has a little bit of body dysmorphia. And I was like, kind of intrigued by that. And I said, so I'm listening. And he said, this is why every single person, he said, if I'm sure all of you can think of a photo that you saw of yourself from however many years ago. And you can remember thinking at that time that you didn't look good, right? You thought in that moment or that night out, whatever, you were looking in the mirror and you were saying, oh, I hate it. This doesn't look good. I look like this. I don't, you know, whatever. And then you look back five years later and you're like, oh, I wish I looked like that now. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. When you're like 20, you're like, 
this right. is amazing. Yes, right? But at the time, you genuinely believe you didn't look good, mm-hmm. right? And that's, and when he said that, the click, I was like, it's right, he's right. All of us have some level of body dysmorphia because we aren't able to look in the mirror and genuinely see that. us for what we are and see the beauty that we have because we're just automatically critical. And that mm-hmm. was the thing I wanted to stop. I wanted to get to a point where I wasn't automatically critical and I'm not anymore. And it's the most freeing thing in the entire world. It's so freeing. It's like, you can breathe when you look at yourself. You're like, cool, my shorts don't fit anymore. Like I'm postpartum right now. Half of my pants don't fit me. I'm like, sweet, I'm going to go buy new pants. Versus my other kids, I was like bawling in the mirror because I couldn't fit into my jeans. I'm like, why am I giving denim so much power? This doesn't even make sense. <laughs> thank, God, this and point. thank God for high-waisted loose jeans right. now. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, like, let your yeah. body change. You go right. through changes. Your body should adjust and like right. take We're obsessed time. with our bodies. Like we're obsessed in the wrong way with our bodies, like constant like criticism. And it's like, there's so much more to me than this physical thing of me walking around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, yeah. and we those photos of me was like the thing that made me just realize I was like, Oh, I'm crazy when it comes to my right. body. No idea. Right. Because yep. I was like, I <laughs> literally had like little abs. I was tiny and I just felt so uncomfortable. I was like, Oh, I'm right. not a good judge right. of my own yep. appearance. Right. And I was like, so yeah. now that is not most of us aren't care yeah. about. Yeah. And instead yeah. it's like, how do I physically feel? Do I feel energized? Do I feel mm-hmm. like I'm caring for myself? Am I yeah. eating well? Am I like exactly. happy? Yes. literally that's it. Exactly. Do I feel good? And am I happy? Especially in our twenties, I think men have the same problems as well, but for women, because the three of us are obviously women, it's hard. It's like really difficult. You have to wear little bathing suits and like, you know, I don't know, fit into clothes that are more form fitting. Yeah. And we, we probably all remember the low waist jeans from high Uh school. Like those, those never, ever ever come back. (laughs) I know it. But I always think about those. I'm like, how? Just oh butt crack gosh. all the time. Yeah. So funny. And as you work out, sometimes things do, clothes still stay really tight because if you are building arm muscles or shoulder yeah. or your butt's getting, you know, larger, but firmer in a muscular sense, then your, yeah. your pants aren't going to be loose, but it's not right. a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Jasmine, one question I do have, because we've talked about, you know, this discomfort in your skin, how do you feel in your skin now? Like, tell us how you feel in your body. Just like free. I feel so free in it. It's so nice. Like, and no one's ever asked me that yeah, ever. And definitely no one's asked me that since feeling this way. And I actually just put a post up on Instagram. Oh, sorry. <laughs> actually just put, a, I just put a post up on Instagram showing like some, you know, what people would say are imperfections or flaws. And I'm even like saying that it's like, who the hell says they're imperfections and why are my stretch marks flaws? They're just a part of my body. They're no different than me having eyelashes. They're no different than, you know, my ears. They're a part of me. They're a part of my body. So I just feel free because like I said, I can look in the mirror and not be mad at myself, right? Like not feel anything, but just, this is me. Cool. This is my body. Yeah. It's just a really nice freeing thing. And that's the main thing that I try to encourage people to try to get to that point and, you know, help them with tools to get there and practicing those positive affirmations and realizing all of the beauty and worth that you are, that has absolutely nothing to do with your body right? You know, what else beyond let's like take body out of the equation. Mm. Why is that all that you are? 
right? Mm. You know, what makes you, you, is it the size of your pants? Like, does that make you who you are? And no, it doesn't. That's such a beautiful message (laughs) (laughs) for everyone that that needs to hear that today, including Mm. Sarah and I in some form. That's awesome. So I think it was a few weeks ago, Jasmine, that you posted something that you and your husband did an interview with. Was it people online? No, it was, pe- it was we were in People Magazine. Oh my gosh. And then there yeah. was a video follow-up person. That's so mm-hmm. exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, was cool. yeah. We're like standing in Sobeys with this People Magazine and there's us. It was very cool. Our kids love it. They literally still look at it every day. We have like five copies in the kitchen. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. How did you connect with them or how did they, that connection come about? Yeah. They just reached out to us. Lose it awesome. app, which is an app that I'm affiliated with that I've used from day one of my journey. So it's similar to my fitness pal, but better in my opinion. And it's just a tracker and we used it to track our calories while losing. And I became affiliated with them and they had posted us on their page, on their Instagram page and people saw it through there and then reached out to lose it. And then lose it reached out to us and just got the ball rolling. And we did a photo shoot for People Magazine. It was so cool. The Hafter Size Edition for January. It was very cool. Oh, that's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> Surreal. That's huge. Congratulations. Yeah. That's just Thank like, you. Yeah, it's so fun though. Like awesome. Yeah. The opportunities awesome. are just going to keep showing up for you guys. Right. Yeah. So many cool things. We also went to Nashville a couple of years in 2019 to be on a, ta- a makeover talk show. And that was really? very cool too. Yeah. With Kelly Pickler and um, Love Ben. Kelly Pickler. Yeah. It was, so, it was her show. She had a show, Pickler and Ben. It's since been canceled, but we still went to Nashville and got to do a full makeover show. And so cool. I'm like, when would we have ever done this? Like, how would we never would have happened? I love so that. Cool. Yeah. Meant to be. I just feel like <laughs> when we first even had our call, it's like Jasmine's just like took this step and it's like exactly where she's supposed to be. Mm. And everything is lining up. And I freaking yeah. love it. It's so nice to hear those little moments. It feels awesome. Yeah. Thank you. My last question for you. Do you have any advice for people to just start sending more love to their body? You're like feeling more love for your body, mm-hmm. wherever you are in your life. Is there anything that you think is like a nice thing you can do for yourself or people can do for themselves? I think, and this is what I tell everybody just to start, cause it can feel really overwhelming, right? It's like, well, how do I, you know, you look at someone who seems to have it all figured out. Right. And they look like they're happy all the time. And so I remind people one, nobody's happy all the time. And that's not the goal because if we set that to be the goal, then you've already set yourself up for failure because that's just not going to happen. It's not real life, right? No one's happy 100% of the time, but the goal needs to be to have compassion for yourself. So, you know, I try and take the self-love and change it to self-compassion for whatever Mm. reason, when we frame it that way, I find that people can get on board a little better when you say have self-compassion instead of self-love for whatever reason, they both work. So, you know, I say, so, so have some self-compassion, right? Compassion for yourself, for who you are. So I say every morning when you get up when you're in the mirror, washing your hands, brushing your teeth, whatever it is, just start saying one positive thing about yourself. It could be usually early on. It's a surface thing. People will say, I have nice eyes, right? You know, everybody goes to that or I like my hair, right? Very surface things. But as they continue to go on, I say, you can't repeat. You can never repeat the same thing. You have to say one different every day. That's it. Just when you're in the morning, when you look in the mirror, one thing, that's it. And it's 
you'll be so shocked and surprised how much better you start to feel about yourself within a couple of days, right? And then you have to start thinking about, okay, now I'm beyond the physical things right in my face, you know, like my new eyebrows or my nose ring or whatever it is. Yeah. Now you got to, now you have to dig a little bit. And as you start to dig, you're like remembering those things throughout the day. You're like, oh, you're like, okay. And like, you start thinking about it and you remember these you're reminding yourself of the positive things because we only ever remind ourselves of the negative things. We're constantly reminding ourselves of those things. So it's just an opportunity and you can't say you don't have time for it. Everyone is up in the morning looking in the mirror for a second, right? We're mm-hmm. all, you know, brushing your teeth, washing your hands, whatever it is, you have the time. It takes, you know, five seconds. So that's my piece of advice. Start there. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When those negative thoughts pop in, just maybe just that's the moment when you're like, okay, no, what's yeah. a positive thing and try yes. to tur- turn that around. Yeah. It's like canceling it out. You have to cancel it out always. That's what I tell all of my clients. As soon as you say something bad about yourself, you have to say a positive. You, there's no choice as soon as you do. Ooh. And then eventually you stop doing the negative, right? Cause the positives are there first. Okay. It's Sarah, we're going to try powerful. this. Yes. I love this. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Jasmine, we ask all of our guests this question because Sarah and I just love to know what is lighting you up right now? What are you excited about in life? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we just bought a house and mm-hmm. thank you, which is crazy in this market. And we move in a month and Jeremy and I are really excited about, it's going to sound a little corny, but about the possibilities. And I say that and preface it with us buying a house because the house that we just bought is a house that both of us said we were like, we never, not that we didn't think we would own a home together, but we, you know, we thought we would be in a comfortable, smaller, you know, something similar to what we grew up in. And we're both just so proud of ourselves right now. And, you know, we bought this big home that our kids are going to get to be able to grow up in and swim in their backyard pool and just all of these things that to us are so amazing. And we're both just so proud of ourselves and it makes us feel, you know, what else can we do? We just Mm -hmm. keep saying, you know, well, if we did this, you know, starting really generational wealth for our kids and that's so powerful and it's so huge and you know we said this is just the beginning for us and we have these conversations all the time and we just keep saying you know what can we do next you know we didn't even know in 2018 we never would have thought that in 2021 we'd be here so where the hell are we going to be in four years this is so cool right? Where could we, you know, sky is honestly the limit. And now that we are, like I said, open to possibilities and willing to receive them and push for them, we know that that more things are possible. We just, that's what we're excited about, whatever is coming and being open to receiving it. So it's mm. maybe, maybe we can reconnect in a couple of years and see what we're at. Oh, we're going to have to. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm stoked. Yeah. I want like the yearly yeah. update. You might be right. back next year. We're, okay, good. <laughs> we'll be following along for sure. Because yeah. I also just like, and we're going to play Queenie Grants right now, but it's just so nice. You get to do this with your husband as well. Like mm-hmm. it's nice that you guys get to share these experiences together. And it's so nice to hear you say how proud you guys are of each other. And yeah. that's a great the place support. to be and such a nice feeling it's- to share. It's the best thing ever. And it's, he, it's cheesy, but he really is my very best friend. And I mean, I think you have to be, we are never not together. Like (laughs) the only time we're apart is if he like runs to the store and you know, we 
are partners in life and partners in business. And, you know, he's my biggest inspiration when I feel like I don't want to work out or I'm like slacking on my meals. He's like, let's go. Like he never falters. He is on it. He is always supporting and taking care of us. And yeah, it's, it's such a blessing. And I, maybe that's a whole other podcast, but we met <laughs> on Instagram. We hung out one time he never left my apartment and we were pregnant with our first in like two months. And now we have three kids, three kids, a dog. We've owned one home and just bought another. It's like it, that also fell into that just all aligned as well. You know, the whole slide in the DMS and, you know, there's some Instagram magic happening for you. I think Instagram is like your platform, Jasmine. It's like everything is just going to come to me through Instagram. Yeah. So it just has all been very, just made sense. It all just worked. So I'm very mm. grateful for it all. So nice to have a supportive partner because mm. imagine trying to embark on a journey like that. And the partner's like, I want to eat chips and like drink beer and I don't want to do anything. You do it. Very, right? It's very common. It's very common. And lots of stories of partners trying to sabotage because and that's a whole other, you know, they don't feel comfortable with themselves yeah. and don't want their, you know, lots of those stories. And I tell people, you know, sometimes the weight we have to drop isn't always on our own bodies, right? You know, if you're feeling tied down and I'm just grateful that it's the opposite with me. I feel pushed all the time. That's so nice. That's amazing. All right, Jasmine, we are now going to play Queenie Grams, which is our favorite part of the show. Well, it's not our favorite part, but it's the funnest part of the show. Okay. Okay. It's a made up game. It is very easy. All you do is pick a number between one and 111, and we're going to ask you a question and we'll all go around and take a turn. Okay. I'm going to choose three. Number three. Here we go. Ooh. Would you rather not wear a bra or not wear underwear? (laughs) <laughs> that's a good oh, one underwear I don't wear them anyway so <laughs> amazing <laughs> I feel like I'm with you on that one I love wearing a bra yeah I just I I had a tummy tuck in 2019 had all my loose skin removed on my stomach which was awesome and just when you after you have that you have to wear like this garment thing forever so I couldn't wear underwear and I've never worn underwear since <laughs> It's just like, this is cool. I just never wore them since. So yeah. <laughs> Love that. Ash, yeah. what about you? I would say bra. I think that's like what a lot of people would go for, but yeah. sometimes I'm with Jasmine. Well, sometimes <laughs> I'll like not put underwear on if I'm wearing my, my gym pants, like my Lulu's. Yeah, like Lulu's or yeah. But I, sure. I don't like it. So, and I wear a lot of jeans. So I'm thinking like, no, <laughs> I don't feel like that. Feel no. <laughs> High-waisted jeans. You need a little buffer. <laughs> that is fair ash pick a number for us um let's do 30 number 30 Ooh. what skill do you want to learn and jasmine we're going to ask you this too so you can think okay about what skill do i want to learn oh that's a hard one that is do you know sarah what you i do know so i mine hasn't changed which is i'm kind of embarrassed because we we probably asked this like six months ago i still want to learn the piano which is behind me i have not even practiced well i've like done chords and stuff but not in like six months so (laughs) but that is a skill i want i I have a skill that i'd like to improve because let's hear it that's the only one that's coming to mind is would be golf. Because I knew you were going to say that because <laughs> <laughs> I think in the winter was, it was um, skating. Cause I haven't skated Jasmine in like mm. so long. And I'm convinced I forget when I probably would kind of right. remember, but now I'm like, Oh, 
I wish that I could just, you know, figure it out. That's funny. You said that mine is rollerblading and I can roller, rollerblade, roller skate, whatever you want to call it. I can, but not like, you know, when you see people like on TikTok, especially like they're doing like rollerblading to like cool songs and they're dancing. I look at that and I'm like, uh turning, stopping without having to glide into something. I'm like, I want to be able to do that. I want that looks fun. I feel like that would be set. I'm always looking for fun fitness things, like ways to work out that are just fun and it don't feel like work. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I would love to do. And I see people at the oval and I'm like, yeah. I need to go do that. I have like a vision of you like skating backwards. Yes. Dancing. You'll yes. have to do like seeing now a real or video profession yeah. Yeah. of like starting and now here and I am. That's literally my plan for the <laughs> summer at the oval. I already told Jeremy, I was like, we we're doing this. So get ready. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with, I feel like 83. Okay. Jasmine, is there any food you can't stand? Oh wait, I'm going to answer first. Right. This is my question, but, this okay. is- <laughs> but we'll think about it. <laughs> okay. okay. I hate seaweed. Like the other day we were having a picnic and Katie had the nori strips. <laughs> That's probably the only thing I literally am like, I hate this. Except mm-hmm. in sushi. Right? Isn't that? What oh no, I like it in sushi, but just like independently on its own. Mm. I don't know why mm. people are eating those. I also don't like kale chips. That's not for me either. <laughs> I love kale chips. <laughs> what about Ma- you, Jasmine? Mine is yes, big time. And it's funny because some it's either one of those things people are obsessed with, or they really don't like it at all. And I can't stand it. I think it's the most disgusting thing ever. And it's cilantro. I cannot that's a genetic thing there's like like, smell like soap it it makes me want to like throw up like if it's in my food I actually gag immediately I can't even smell it it's so bad that's like a genetic thing whereas like you don't like it (laughs) yeah you're predisposed to not like it it tastes like soap usually oh it's so bad it just I don't even know what it tastes like just bad like I can't even or like you want cilantro on that I'm like you want to ruin the whole meal (laughs) yeah no no. (laughs) that's a good one Ash, what about you? I'm not the pickiest person. Like I do pretty much like most foods, but not long ago, I got a really delicious salad. I won't say the restaurant just because, and (laughs) it had anchovies in it, but I mean, you get anchovies in your Caesar salad and, and it's in the dressing and stuff like that. But there was actually like pieces of the anchovies and I wanted to vomit. Like I hated (laughs) it. It was just like way too salty. I don't know. There's like very strong flavor. Mm-hmm. I gotta hear more. I, I, you need to tell me after. Where and maybe it just was. I want to go get it. <laughs> it. They don't have it anymore. But Sarah, I, I don't like, know if it was just like the, the combo. Yeah. <laughs> anchovy salad. I love it. So the funny. look of them, just no. Yeah. Didn't do it for you. Not That's for me. fair. <laughs> Actually, do you know what else I really can't stand? And this is so random: is seal and seal flipper. And it's like a Newfoundland delicacy. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Disgusting. I didn't know that was anything people were eating. No. I accidentally Sounds ate it gross. once. It was terrible. Oh, that's like. Sounds horrible. That and the seaweed strips. So, <laughs> so gross things from the ocean. We are not working with. Yeah. <laughs> but like everything else from the ocean, I'm damn with. Yeah. Just those two things. I love this. Jasmine, thank you so much for coming on with us. And this has been so nice to get to know you and and your journey. You're so welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Where can people find you online before we? So 
Instagram, Jasmine Losing It, Facebook.com slash Jasmine Losing It, and then also on the free play app. So if you go into the app store, free play, very simple free play app. I'm an instructor on there and people can work out with me for free. Um, live workouts, virtual live oh, workouts. Yeah. So they can amazing. just search for me there. Uh, we're going to have to try one of these workouts, Ash. I know. I just wrote it down. I know. It's yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. You're so welcome. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review. You can chat with us on social media at Rival and Queen. We love to hear from you.